Hey there, it's Pete Mundo. We are Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Appreciate you joining us. Before we get to Colt Barber of Sikkim 365, just a reminder, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We've got tons of Big 12 content here on the podcast And we appreciate you being a part of that. If you leave me that rating and review, we will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. We'll do it for you. Just send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, let's get to uh, Colt Barber. Sikkim 365 does a great job covering the Baylor Bears. Colt, I want to start off, and I hate to do it to you, but I got to start off with that illegal snap, not illegal snap last week. In the game against Texas Tech, as a Baylor guy, what do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, it, it obviously was a bad call, especially in retrospect. And you, you know, if you were there at the game, you didn't really understand what was called, you know, what happened on the field. I mean, you saw the replays, but until you see it on TV, it's tough to tell. So, yeah, 100% uh, concern or gripe from Texas, Texas Tech fans. I, I completely agree with it. But I'll also add in that there were a lot of, a lot of quote, game-changing plays or penalties that – were called or were not called uh, that could have impacted the final results. So that one might've been the most uh, polarizing, uh, but the, there were several other ones that against Baylor and against Texas Tech that uh, could have gone either way. And I think that just more speaks to a testament of how poorly the game was officiated. Uh, and that one game just kind of uh, put it all in a nutshell. I mean, that one, that one particular uh, no call or whatever you want to call it was uh, puts it in one big nutshell. Sure. I'm with you there, 110%, no doubt about it. Uh, it was a tough game for the officials. Let's get to what's going on with this team. I mean, it's now a top 20 team. It's undefeated this year, Colt. Uh, what has been the biggest driving factor behind this great start to the season in your mind? Uh, it just goes really to the defense. And if you look at how Baylor played defense last year and uh, defense coordinator Phil Snow really hit on it and, and what they were planning on working on was that the explosive plays were such a detriment to what they were doing. So they, they were giving up uh, a, a huge amount of yards. I, I want to say 50% of their yards given up last year came on something like 10% of their plays. So meaning they ran, if they ran 10 plays, they gave up uh, you know 500 yards. And if they're giving up – if they ran another 90 plays, they're giving up 500 yards. So there's just a distortion between giving up big plays uh, and playing good defense otherwise. And this year they've eliminated the big plays on defense uh, and have forced the offenses to actually execute uh, the entire length of the field. It goes back to the Iowa State idea of making teams earn every single, every single offensive yard that they get. Uh, don't, don't, give, giving, don't give opponents anything easy. So uh, they've been able to do that. Uh, and then they've also been able to pressure the quarterback. And I think that has come to a real surprise considering they moved to the three-man line. And uh, they weren't able to pressure the quarterback last year uh, with the four-man line, but they've gone to the three-man line. And they, they lead the Big 12 in sacks right now. And they have arguably the best um, pass rushing defensive lineman in the league, league in James Lynch. Now, I want to uh, touch base with you, Cole, on this Clay Johnson season-ending injury. A huge blow for this Baylor team. The linebackers have had an outstanding season. How concerned are you? that with Johnston going down for the season, uh, this Baylor defense could be taking a step back? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that, that they're set uh, to have a setback. Uh, the, the, you lose a guy like that, uh, that that has a ton of disruptive plays. He, he 
he played uh, pretty well in pass coverage. He tipped a lot of passes. I, I don't even know how many how many uh, passes defended he was uh, recorded this year, but he was constantly in passing lanes, even if he wasn't take, making interceptions. So uh, then he's also getting a ton of tackles for loss and, and had a few sacks as well. So you have a guy that that made a ton of flashy plays and played good assignment football. Now you have a guy like Terrell Bernard who's going to step into his place. And what Baylor needs from him is just to play steady. Um, you don't want him to feel like he has to go replicate what Clay Johnson was doing because Clay was a fifth-year senior where Terrell is a third-year sophomore and he just doesn't have that same amount of experience. So Terrell just needs to go out there, uh, you know, play assignment football, let other guys around him make plays as well because if you look at it, you have guys like James Lynch and Bravion Roy and Jordan Williams and Blake Lynch. They, they, they have the ability to make plays as well. Uh, he just needs to go in there, uh, play assignment football, and take care of his responsibilities and let other playmakers emerge as well. Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo, and as we get going with conference play here in the Big 12, we're going to be placing all our bets with mybookie.ag, and I hope you will as well. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the absolute best. They've got the latest lines for the Big 12, and you can even continue to bet as the game goes on with in-game live betting. That's pretty cool. I'm going to be trying it this season. So if you join my bookie now, you'll double your first deposit with the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 to activate the offer at mybookie.ag. You can't beat it. They'll double that first deposit with a minimum deposit of $45, maximum deposit of $1,000. And you can try that parlay. I always give it a shot. Got to be honest, doesn't end up too well. But it's fun, and that's what this is about. So check it out, mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 100% sign-up bonus, mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Colt Barber, owner, Sikkim365.com, does a fantastic job covering the Baylor Bears, the program, everything involved with that, uh, not just football team, but all sports when it comes to Baylor and everything going on there. Uh, Charlie Brewer, let's touch on him for a little bit here, Colt. Uh, how impressed have you been with the progression he has made? He's got great players around him. The offensive line seems to be coming together. H- how much credit, though, does Charlie Brewer deserve for uh, what is turning out to be a pretty darn good season? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the take set game, uh, I don't think anyone would argue that he had a, a, probably the worst game of his career, excluding a game against West Virginia last year in Morgantown. But mm-hmm. uh, he, he still threw four uh, 350-plus yards. Uh, the three interceptions were awful. And, and if he doesn't throw those three interceptions, uh, who knows what exactly happens in that game. There, there were uh, uh, massive plays uh, in retrospect that, that could have changed the outcome. It, it probably wouldn't have had to have gone to, to double overtime to get that victory uh, for Baylor. But, yeah, his, his progression is, has been impressive. And it, but I think at the same time, you've seen it coming if you've watched him enough. He, he's very accurate with the football uh, very responsible with the football as he's gotten older. Um, and that comes with maturity. And now that he is a junior, you've seen it really uh, come to fruition. Uh, I think the biggest thing for him is that guys like Denzel Mims and, and Taquan Thornton and, and R.J. Sneed and, and several other receivers and running backs uh, have made plays to help him. And, and the offensive line, uh, while not great, ha- have done enough uh, to keep him upright a lot more than expected. And the rushing game has been pretty – uh, I, I think the best word is average, uh, but that, that's that's okay in in the sense that it's not as where they want to be, but it allows the offense to continue to move, and, and they're still pretty explosive as well. So uh, he's, he has a lot of guys around him making plays, but the, the, the key to him is uh, going through his progressions, making all of his reads, 
uh, and being secure with the football. And I'm anxious to see how he bounces back from those three interceptions this week against Oklahoma State. Uh, same here. Um, Colt, I don't want to jump too far ahead. We'll get to the rest of the season, but uh, Matt Rule is on everybody's mind. And, and if this Baylor season shapes up to be the kind of season it can be, um, you know, the guy's going to be looked at for some other other gigs. I mean, he's already had um, eyeballs his way the last two off seasons when Baylor won one game and seven games respectively. So I know he signed that big contract, Colt, but how much concern is there that, that Matt Rule may have another wandering eye this offseason? I, I think I think for at least this offseason, you'll see that put on hold. And, and not because that uh, maybe he doesn't, you know, have a wandering eye in ways, but I think if you if you look at his track record and, and the things that he says and the, and the way that he acts, I think that anything right now that he did uh, would be unfounded in the fact that he that's just not him. He, he's pretty loyal to what he says. He's loyal to those around him, and the fact that he did agree to a contract extension. I think that puts it to rest for this particular offseason. Now, and now moving forward uh, in the future. Uh, and Baylor goes and wins, you know, 10 games or more uh, this season and then on into the future, and he continues to get more interest, uh, all bets are off the table because it's just, it is a profession that there's constant overturn, especially if he's wanting to go to the NFL. But if you look at some of the things that he has said uh, that are pretty definite, uh, usually you get that typical coach speak type of, of statements, but his stuff is pretty um, definite uh, in that he, he loves Baylor and his vision for Baylor. Um, and I, I just don't see him at this point going against what he has said, um, at least on the short term. Long term is an entirely different story. Absolutely. Colt, Colt Barber, owner of Sikkim 365, is joining us here on uh, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, Colt, as you look at this season right now, top 20 ranking, undefeated, is it at the point where um, – Fans are anxiously eyeballing a Big 12 championship game appearance. Are we there at this point with this team and with this program this year? Uh, truthfully, I think that's kind of putting the cart before the horse, even for fans' sake. I know that fans typically get out ahead, but this this staff and this team has done such a good job of just taking it one game at a time, and, and they present it as such that I, I think fans have bought into that. They They really – uh, at least on our end, and, and obviously in the message board, message board world, um, you don't typically see that, uh, but they have. They, they've really just said, okay, we have Oklahoma State next, and let's worry about you know, those big games against Texas and, and Oklahoma that come later in the season. Let's worry about those later. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see where we are when we get to that point. So I've, I've been, I don't want to say pleasantly surprised, but I think that's a, a decent term to say or a decent phrase to say is that there hasn't been a lot of look ahead. I think fans are just wanting to see – you know, six and zero is a big deal considering Baylor was zero uh, and six two years ago, and, and last year they only won seven games, and they're they're already over ninety percent of the way there to that win total from last year, uh, with you know thirteen game or seven games to go, uh, with six behind them. So I think there's still that um, let's wait and see mode. Let's see if it continues to trend in the same direction, uh, and they just don't want to get ahead of themselves because it it. it Looking back to that 2016 season, they were 6-0 and as well, and then it all fell apart before they got the bowl win uh, over Boise State. Colt, what is a, or who is a player that uh, Big 12 fans around the conference don't necessarily know a lot about who they will know about soon enough on the Baylor Bears? Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of guys you can, you can point to. I think one, I'll give you one offense, one defense, underrated type guys that, that aren't going to get a lot of publicity nationally. One 
running back Jermichael Hasty. And now Baylor fans that are on our site will have given me a lot of grief because I've consistently called him the best running back on the team. But the amount of small things that he does puts him up there for me. Now, his pass protection, uh, picking up run blitzes, uh, blocking for other running backs, uh, the, the amount of uh, details that he puts into his game are impressive. And now he's really getting his running game going as well. He's had a few uh, pretty big runs the last couple of games. Um, he, 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 like I said, he doesn't have the flashy numbers. Uh, he's not going to just go out there and you know put up Chuba Hubbard uh, style of stats, but he does so many little things well that it's kept him in the starting position. And if you're a, if you're a Big 12 or you're a football fan, watch him as a pass protector because he actually dominates regardless of how big or who he's going up against. He dominates guys that are, that are rushing the passer. And uh, defensively, uh, I'll probably go with Chris Miller. And, and I know their defensive line gets a lot of attention, and rightfully so. Bravion Royce had a great, great year. Uh, James Lockhart and James Lynch both have. But Chris Miller, um, uh, as physical as a safety as you'll, you'll see, um, his highlight, his highlight reel at the end of the year will be extremely impressive. He, he's not afraid of anyone, and sometimes to his detriment, he got a stinger or what seemed to be a stinger last week against Texas Tech and had to come out and went back in a couple plays later. But uh, he will punish defenders, and he's playing a lot more sound football than he did last year. Last year we saw a lot of the flashy plays and a lot of the heavy hits. Uh, this year he's doing all the little things right and playing extremely physical as well. So those are two guys that kind of go under the radar that I would definitely pay attention to uh, moving forward the rest of the season. Colt Barber, owner, Sikkim 365, does a great job with the Baylor Bears. Uh, Colt, you know, the Big 12's kind of been topsy-turvy. You've had OU Texas at the top, and then there's been a kind of a rotating cast of other teams ranked in the top 25. Iowa State, um, Oklahoma State, TCU, Kansas State, you guys. As you, uh, from a Baylor perspective, look at where the Big 12 is this season – how do you think it's uh, how do you think it's going to shake out and what do you what do you make of where this conference is right now? Well, so far it's kind of played out how I envisioned it to. So I know there's a lot of turnover and a lot of coaches, uh, but but you know, Oklahoma Tech is obviously being at the top uh, going in. I think they've proven that to be correct so far with their wins and losses. Um, then Iowa State and Baylor really being the two teams that that battle out for the third place and that. That was the game to open the Big 12 play for both of those teams. And then since then, they both uh, won the rest of their games. Obviously, Iowa State uh, winning in, in a solid fashion over TCU, uh, then over West Virginia and moving into 3-0 in the conference. So I, I still look at those two teams as being that third-place team in the conference. We'll see more um, about Iowa State this weekend against Texas Tech to see how good Texas Tech uh, really is. I think Texas Tech surprised me uh, more so than any of the, the new uh, as far as the new head coaches go, they play really sound football. Um, they don't make a ton of mistakes. Um, they have an offense that, that's really designed to, to limit their weaknesses and, and really put, for, put forth or put to the forefront their strengths. Um, and, and they've done a really good job with that, even without Alan Bowman. And, and defensively, they played very well. They're very disruptive. They still give us some big plays, but they're very disruptive. So uh, outside of that, I mean – you can look at TCU. I don't know what to really make of TCU right now. They, they give up a, they have given up a lot of yards and a lot of points in teams that you wouldn't expect them to, like SMU. Um, and I just, at this point, until we see them play someone that has shown relevancy this year in Big 12 play, I don't know if we'll know a lot about them. Um, Kansas State, uh, I think they're just kind of what they are. Um, they're not going to be very flashy. I think they have the ability to beat anyone if they can control the game. Um, then West Virginia, I think they're probably a little bit better than I expected as well. I still don't know what to make with them, especially if Austin Kendall stays down for a while. So uh, Oklahoma State's another one, man. They, they can run the football so well. Um, I think I think um, Sanders is um, inconsistent 
in a way that can limit them offensively, but he's also good enough that they can be very good offensively if he can get the turnovers under control. And uh, I think there's a, there's a, a gap between number three and four in the rest of the league right now, uh, but we'll really know in the next couple of weeks exactly what this league's all about. He is Colt Barber, owner, Sikkim 365. Great job covering the Baylor Bears. Colt, thanks so much for a few minutes. Really appreciate the time and great to have you on the show. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you all for everything. Great insight there from Colt Barber. Appreciate that. And if you like what you heard, subscribe, rate, review. We'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail if you do it. Just send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get the koozie in the mail for you. Helps us out a ton as we have uh, exponentially grown this thing because of you, word of mouth, your subscriptions, your ratings, and your reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you later this week.